I'm not ashamed. I'm not ashamed. I just don't need the headache. One more thing. Armstrong and Getty. One more thing. I can't wait to hear what that's about. Uh, before we get to that, since Joe and I are kind of like Oprah and Gail King. A great deal uh, like that. Oprah said this about Gail King. If anybody ever asks, say this about me. When Oprah was asked what she thinks Gail King's purpose in life is, Oprah said, Gail is sitting in the seat of her soul right now. I'd like you to say that about me, if anybody ever asked. <laughs> wow. Who wow. says stuff like that? I can o- usually Oprah figure does. out from context. Everybody gets a soul. <laughs> um, you get a soul seat. You <laughs> get a soul seat. <laughs> soul seat. She was well, Say that again. Yeah. Oh, I, I, I mean, because I can't even repeat it because it seems like words strung together in, in like random sentence generator style. When asked what she thinks Gail King's purpose in life is, Oprah said, quote, <clears throat> Gail is sitting in the seat of her soul right now. Wow. It's a good place to be. Comfy. That's a good, 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 good way to All be. Right. All right. Shoot. You I got to start making up phrases like that <laughs> and then take on a tone of... If you don't understand it, you're just obviously stupid or unsophisticated. Right. Yeah. That would that'd be a good look. <laughs> It'd be a good vibe to put out. Right. Oh, you know, we should have talked on the show. Maybe we'll do it uh, tomorrow. But we should have talked about how they were having that um, that that uh, house panel on hate speech, and they were streaming it, and YouTube had to shut down the comments because there was so much hate speech. Oh, hilarious! In the comments, it is hilarious in a way. Yeah, but and and it was also controversial in a lot of ways. But you know, we'll get to that eventually. So I've been thinking about this a lot. I haven't brought it up on the show for a couple of different reasons, and I got to be vague about the who's the who involved. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um. So and, and I mentioned this. Uh, I Is mentioned it me? this. Am I involved? No, I'm not what directly. About me? I mentioned this. <laughs> shut me? up. Yes, Marshall Phillips is involved. He was masturbating in front of a horse. There. Jeez. You pushed me too far. Right. You pushed me too all far. All right, all right. Oh, yes. my God. I just oh. fell out of my soul seat. <laughs> wow. Sorry. I, was, I lashed out angrily like an idiot. So I mentioned that I had reached out to a, a very well-known musician in one of my favorite bands because I needed, a, 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 well, I think I can say this. I needed a keyboardist, somebody who plays a variety of keyboardy instruments, to play on this CD I'm working on with my band, Dead Flowers. Paul Schaefer. It's exactly, exactly. right. Paul right. Schaefer. Bad, no. Dave. <laughs> no, Barry Manilow, everybody. Uh, so, but uh, that was, uh, I was successful in reaching this person and connecting with this person and shared the music with them. They said, wow, that's that's great. I'd love to do that. And and we did it. I got on an airplane and I flew to where they were. An aeroplane. An aeroplane. Yes. And, and got it done. And the results uh, were absolutely fantastic. And we, we uh, meaning this person and this person's spouse who was involved as well, hit it off like crazy. I know where this is going. Threesome. <laughs> so we show up to the party. We swinging, put our keys in the bowl. In swinging, front of the horse. Swinging in threesomes. That's no. where this is headed. No, it was all quite wholesome and nice and, and friendly and, and people meeting right. each other and, and, and making friends. And it was, uh-huh. it was quite beautiful. But I will tell you this. We went to pick up lunch. While spouse was doing some editing, and uh, and we're sitting and chatting as the the food was waiting to be picked up because I spent the entire day with these people, um, who I'd never met before. I was asked, so what do you do? You, you got a day job? You mentioned what do you do? And I was extremely vague about what I did. Sure. 
I mentioned one of the companies with which we have a relationship and said I work for them, um, but divulged nothing further. Um, and, and listen, I have not said I host a radio talk show in a lot of settings, you know, getting my hair cut or whatever, because I just don't want to have that conversation. Well, and especially in the age of Trump. Just, well, and you... that's the thing. And and it, I will tell you, it was not a Dallas, Texas that I flew to. It was one of your super liberal enclaves. And they're musicians. And they're musicians. And I happen to know at least some of their good friends are very, very progressive. And uh, so, you know, when we kicked off this thing, I said, I'm not ashamed. I just didn't need the hassle. And that was it. I'm not ashamed of what I do or a single idea I, I espouse. I'm pretty ashamed. <laughs> well, that's because you still it. have the capacity for shame. Mine's dead. <laughs> Mine was killed. No, but and, and the problem yeah. is... If, if you were to ask me, uh, wow, that's interesting. Are you a, quote, conservative? I think labels are practically useless for describing people's politics these days, with a couple of exceptions. Um, I think describing Bernie as progressive, I think that's pretty good. That's fine. Um, but I thought there is no chance that we can have a sane, calm, oh, that's interesting, conversation and emerge on the other side still people who are getting along beautifully and and having a wonderful time creating something together. I thought that's that's practically become an impossibility. And, and maybe this is just my crazy head. It, it at least partly is, but it's partly the times we lived in. I spent a lot of time before, during, and after thinking about that because I knew that was the minefield of getting together with these people. And that's unfortunate. It can happen. Um, I don't know these people at all, but it, it can happen where people are, oh, wow, I would have never guessed you're one of them, whichever side it is. Right. I'm not sure I'm really interested in hanging out with somebody who's one of them. Right, right. That can't happen. I know what happens. And as we've talked about on the radio show, that very concern wouldn't have existed 20 years no, ago. No, no, no. No, I wouldn't have thought about it once, never mind twice, because politics wouldn't come up. And even if they did, I mean, it's like uh, finding out somebody roots for a different sports team or something. You might josh them a little bit, but you'd move on. And I just, I thought that was, it was too bad. It ain't going to get less like this anytime soon. Right, right. Would be my guess. Yeah. I mean, because it's not like I'm an abortionist or something. Oh, my God. You know, I just, I talk about the news and kind of share my point of view, so... Yeah, yeah. I wonder if we ever come out the other end. I hope so. I hope so. I would say we had to have somebody like one inch right of center run against somebody one inch left of center for the presidency. And everybody's like, eh, I don't know. I'm going to flip a coin and all. But unfortunately, I think that would continue to grow the government and screw the kids out of their money because we're spending money like lunatics. So I'm already I keep pitching what I think is right. I've already forgotten the phrase, so I got to look it up on my phone again. Gail is sitting in the seat of her soul right now. Okay. Is there like I'm sitting on the toilet. (laughs) (laughs) Or she's, uh, boy, I tell you what, she's out on the edge of her soul where it's kind of sharp and hurts your ass. (laughs) I mean, I've never heard that expression as long as I live. P.S., you you read a lot. Have you ever heard that expression? No, but if you need me, I'm going to be napping in the bed of my laziness. (laughs) (laughs) It seems like it'd be in a pop song, doesn't it? I don't know. Something you'd throw into a pop song where you're trying too hard. I mean, I can't deny that she is. There they are together. There's Oprah talking about Gail sitting in the seat of her soul. Looks like a regular chair. Like a regular office chair, but maybe it is the seat of the soul. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Well, she can afford it. 
Maybe that's it. Maybe she's just trying to say we got really expensive furniture and it's comfortable. Somehow, somehow soul came up in my house uh, not too long ago with God and stuff like that and kids mm. wondering where the soul is. And it's somewhere here above your gallbladder, I think. But My favorite quote is... To the left of the spleen, I think. Just to the left of the yeah, spleen. Is right. it uh, C.S. Lewis who said, uh, you don't have a soul, you are a soul. Mm. You have a body. If you go to the doctor... I like that. I like that. Yeah. What if they're supposed if to... If Jack would be quiet for a moment, Sean, you could appreciate that. Yeah. Uh, always with the yap, yap, yap. You're, you know, you wouldn't know where to find the seat of your soul if you went to a furnace... I lost my train of thought. You don't have a soul, you are a soul. C.S. Lewis, yes. Um, <laughs> that was dismissive. Um, well, oh, well, I hadn't noticed. Well, if you went to the doctor and they're supposed to remove your gallbladder and yeah. they removed your soul, you'd be pretty disappointed. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh that'd, that'd be malpractice. Bad, ba- bad news. We made a mistake. We removed your soul. It's in a bag over there. It's medical waste now. On the other hand, since I have no soul, I really hit it off with my attorney. <laughs> hey, hey, come on now. Yeah. The attorney's getting another kicking. Well, I, I guess that's it. <laughs>